Good morning. It is uh, bright and early on Monday morning on April 17th of 2023. And this is Michael Vandervoort uh, doing a uh, kind of an unscheduled episode of Drive Through HR with, uh, with a, an associate of mine from an organization that I used to be part of. So I'm happy to welcome Elizabeth Houston from Q to Drive Through HR. Elizabeth, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for thanks for doing this. Uh, uh, the the backstory here is I woke up Sunday morning and thought, you know, we should do a podcast about Q and the upcoming conference. And so I pinged Elizabeth on a Sunday, and we decided that we would we would do this. Um, it's actually uh, it's actually something near and dear to my heart. I was the I was the executive director at Q uh, for five and a half years, and left that role about three years ago, uh, just on the cusp of the COVID pandemic. And and Q went through a couple of of dry years like like a lot of organizations even as even a group as big as sherm had some massive headaches to their conference schedule and that kind of stuff uh, caused by the pandemic but but a lot of smaller organizations that do that kind of work like q really got hit hard and uh elizabeth came into q i don't know a year or so ago i guess yeah i came in august of 2020 so 2022 so i am coming up on nine months i think yeah. So, okay. Not quite a year. I thought it was a little longer than that, actually, which is great. Uh, so anyway, I, I, obviously I know you and have a little bit of your backstory, but for the benefit of our of our listeners who will hopefully listen to the show, um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give us some of your background. Tell us what you do at Q. So I'm Elizabeth Houston and I help with the organizational pieces of Q. So I help the board determine the mission and ensure that Q is meeting that mission through whatever tools it can to move along the mission of Q. Um, my background is not actually in labor relations, but I have so appreciated learning in this space and 2022, 2023 has turned out to be a fascinating time <laughs> in the world of labor relations. So I think I came at just the right time. Yeah. Um, but my purpose here is really to make Q the most effective and the most efficient at um, achieving its mission for its members. So so that, that tees up a, a perfect follow-up question, which is what is Q and what is the mission of Q? So Q is a membership organization and our members are companies, a variety of companies from really small to Fortune 500 companies, the, the entire gamut of companies and their membership it brings them into the Q community in order to share and learn best practices. Oops in the positive employee relations and labor relations fields. She provides programming such as conferences and webinars that are learning-based. And we also provide opportunities to develop networking and information sharing among member bases, share the information that they have learned along the way as well. So, and in, in I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I wasn't surprised because I was there for the 40th anniversary. I was the director at that time back in 2017, but this is actually the 45th year, 45th anniversary of Q's creation, um, which was uh, 1977, I guess. Um, they've been around and, and, 
and they've been through a, kind of a, a number of incarnations, I guess, you know, they were small intimate group that that was formed underneath the, the National Association of Manufacturers as a committee back in 1977. And then 20 years later, they grew up and kind of went out on their own and have been their own standalone, uh, I guess, 501c6 type organization, uh, yep. nonprofit uh, serving the interests of the of the HR business community as you said, to, to help companies build better workplaces and be, create positive employee relations. Uh, what, where, where is QAT today? Like, I know you had some struggles during the pandemic and weren't able to do conferences, but you've had, you've got a couple under your belt now and got another one coming up, which we're going to talk about in a second. So I'm not asking you to comment on financials, but like what, where, <laughs> what's going on at Q these days? Cause you're trying to kind of bring a whole new set of services and that kind of stuff, right? Well, Q, I think, has always stayed true to its mission, which is you can see through the loyalty of the members, people see the value of Q and the value of Q's programming. So that has never changed. Clearly, that was complicated when people couldn't travel because the question then became, well, how does Q accomplish its mission outside of the conference environment? Conferences have always been a key part of Q and always will be a part of Q. But the challenge that we've been facing is how do we expand Q's services so that the members can get what they need throughout the year and without a travel budget and, you know, with travel restrictions. So, to go to who Q is, I feel like Q understands that in every work environment, it is tricky and sort of an ever-changing landscape to create a work environment in which you can have engaged employees who feel positively about your company. So as these challenges are evolving, Q has evolved to try to provide best practices, knowledge, information sharing so that employers can create the absolute best work environment for their employees. So in order to do that, when we couldn't travel, the question became, well, how do we do that throughout the year? The two, two conferences, one each year, are clearly the highlights, but how do we keep this environment of information and sharing and you know, interaction throughout the year? So in that way, Q has begun to develop an additional set of programming or additional set of programs. One of those is a webinar program. So there's going to be, you know, information sharing throughout the year from the there from the two main committees that provide information, which is the Labor Lawyers Advisory Committee, the LLAC and the Q Consultants Advisory Committee, the CCAC. So throughout the year, those two groups are planning webinars in order to equip the members with the most critical information. So that's legal updates, that's, you know, how best to respond to certain things that have come up. We've also developed a series of webinars called Ask Me Anything, where you can just come with a question and ask it to these two um, group of groups of experts. Additionally, we've been trying to expand the networking. So how do you keep in touch with the people you met at the conference throughout? There's an online tool you can use to ask questions of your peers. There's also been developed um, sort of senior leadership groups that are like workshops. It's the same, you know, 
group of people every time, and you can bring your current concerns and discuss it among people who are quite likely having the same concerns in their workplaces. So as the challenge of creating a positive workspace has grown, and as the reliability of the conference environment has, you know, ebbed and flowed, Q has met that challenge by trying to develop other ways to fulfill its mission, which is always to create the best workspace. So I'll get, so as a, I have kind of a unique, um, I don't want to make this about me, but I have kind of a unique perspective of Q because I've been a member with a member company. I've been the director and now I work with one of the consulting groups. And so we, you know, it's like I've had a chance to sit in several different chairs and look at this organization from several different perspectives. Um, so I'm going to speak right now from the member perspective, how, how, when one of my companies, uh, past companies or past employers was a member, how we used Q in a couple different ways. So example, for example, during the pandemic, um, even though we weren't able to go to conferences and share information and see people and friends in common, you know, like live and in person, um, we were still able to reach out like, and, and as the COVID crisis um, sort of emerged and continued to grow and change, there were there were many conversations that went on between um, retail employers, which was the industry that I worked in, who were key members about what are you doing about, you know, about vaccines? What are you requiring them? What are you doing about leave? You know, all these different things. And, you know, there, I know some companies will say, oh, that are scared of antitrust stuff, sharing information. It's, you know, it's a great, it's not, you know, it's not saying we're going to pay our employees, you know, $2 extra an hour. We weren't doing that, but it was, you know, can you share your policies? What what issues are you encountering? Um, how how have your folks reacted to what you put in place? What what went right? What went wrong? So it was some great real world benchmarking that kind of lets you share mutually the, you know, the the pits and the and the the pits and the pendulum, if you will, kind of of the you know the both the pros and cons of some of these things, and you can do that with literally any any issue or concern. You know, not right now. A hot thing is return to office, right? You could be talking to your peers or other companies or consultants about that kind of stuff. So, I think that's like the that's like the core secret sauce of Q: the ability to kind of engage with those uh, your peers and be able to draw on that information, right? And that's where it, it gets it gets started at the conferences. But to your point, if you build your network and, and are engaged with the organization and use these other, uh, other tools and opportunities, you can really have a vibrant professional network uh, throughout the year with a group of your peers who do similar work. And it's really one of your better tools from a, from a practitioner perspective. One of the things that I've learned, even in my short time with Q, is the one of the beauties of Q is, you know, everyone has a professional network that they, you know, know people who do what they do. But there are questions that you don't know who in your network knows the answer to. One example right. is a Q member asked, my company's moving to Australia you know, like question mark, question mark. <laughs> and so, you know, just what, what do I need to expect? You know, like, and so just by asking Q, uh, sending an email to me, I was able to shoot it out to the Q members and say, you know, who is active in Australia? Who can help? And so he was connected to consultants in Australia, lawyers in Australia, people practicing in, Australia, you know, parts of their, you know, operation were Australia. So he went in with a much broader network than he would have 
you know, by posting on LinkedIn, you know, yeah. or whatever, because the, mm -hmm. the network was broader and he could ask a very specific question that he was approaching, you know, as, as you were referencing. And that question asking and response getting is very meaningful. And it's done in a place that's less public than LinkedIn or um, one of the other like social media kind sure. of follow-ups. Yeah, and, and and not to knock SHRM or any of the other organizations that do similar things, but um, Q is, um, I will use a, a strange word in that it's almost intimate in its connections versus SHRM, where, you know, where you're at, a, if you go to a SHRM event, like the National SHRM Conference is going to have 20, 30,000 people there. And certainly you can learn a lot and you know, meet, make, meet people and make personal and professional connections at those events. But I will, again, go back to my experience as a member. It's not the same as the kind of relationships you can build at Q where, and, and they're not as focused and they're not as productive, at least in my experience, right? I, like I know a lot of recruiters through SHRM and a lot of other general HR practitioners, but I don't know that many labor relations and employee relations practitioners. Whereas with Q, that's the sole focus of the organization. And so you kind of meet your people, if you will, in a, in a certain sense at these events and by being part of the organization. So it's a, it's a strong, uh, a small but strong network. Well, and one of the things that I think is unique about Q and one of the beauties of Q is that in this sort of membership information sharing space, there isn't someone else who is not only taking on labor relations, but also positive employee relations, which from my understanding are really woven so closely together that you can't do one well without doing the other well. Mm -hmm. So there are people who focus on positive employee relations. There are people who do labor relations even, but very few organizations are combining them in such a way that will lead to the greatest success in both of the areas. And Q from its inception has focused on both at the same time and in the same discussion, which I think is an interesting place to be. I also know that larger organizations such as SHRM, although they currently, you know, at their most, like their most, they're, the conference that is next, they are consulting labor relations. It's been a tricky topic and one that mm -hmm. a lot of people haven't wanted to take on. And, you know, if you're watching the news in 2022 and 2023, the choice may not be up to you. So, you know, although you may not want to speak about or not know how to, by melding positive employee relations and labor relations, I think it puts member companies in an ideal situation for confronting some of these questions and best practices yeah. and procedures that they need to have. So, so it's funny that you mentioned that because that was like actually my next point. So this is great. It's surprising that that we could both run the same organization and kind of follow this train <laughs> of thought. <laughs> so you sent me and a few other people. Um, you sent me a, a something that you saw from Sherm like a week ago. Same. Wow, Sherm is promoting labor relations as part of their upcoming event. And they did, they had a whole sort of promotional newsletter um, that talked about the current developments in labor relations, you know, that, that employers are being unionized, et cetera. Um, and, you know, how they had programming built into their big national conference to help. And, and, and that's very unusual because I did work for, I worked volunteer work for SHRM for years where they kind of 
they did work behind the scenes, but they weren't very vocal about it. So that when they're doing it as part of their advertising in 2023, that speaks to how hot of a topic it is in the business community and the HR community, in my, in my opinion. They wouldn't do it otherwise. Uh, secondly, I saw a completely non-labor relations, non-employee relations conference um, by a guy named Josh Burson. He's very well known in the HR space as a researcher and consultant, and he's running an event um, later this year, and he mentioned it at an event that's aimed at CHROs, uh, like an invite only 400 of CHROs come in and learn from the best and brightest. And he mentioned unionizing and stuff. So this 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 is a topic that's top of mind for many people. And I, I have to say biases uh, included that nobody does this better than Q and especially at their conferences. So um, that's, I would, if you're, if you're interested in this topic and you want to learn about it or, or focus more in on it, um, look at those other resources if they make sense, but check out Q for sure. Um, well, and Q also, from my understanding, and from what I know, what the programming we're providing, it is, can be a transition. If you are an HR practitioner and you are joining labor relations, we actually have sort of a labor relations 101. Mm -hmm. And it's coming from people who have done this and only this for quite some time. So even for those who are new to labor relations, it serves you. Um, one, of, one of the other things that I really love about Q and I love about the conferences and the other programming is no matter where you are in your labor relations journey, if it's, you know, you've only been in it for a year, you've been in it for five years, you're a senior leader, there's something for each of you. So, you know, labor relations 101 is for the, you know, sort of new to the, to the ground guys. And then a lot of the conference serves the, you know, I've been in it, but I'm sort of knowing what I don't know, figuring it out. And then there are, we we're currently calling the mastermind groups that are for senior, like top level discussion groups that are designed for that level. So Q provides programming information and opportunities for each level of labor relations professional. Yep. So let's pivot to the conferences and kind of start to bring this towards the wrap up. Uh, so during the pandemic, Q, uh, Q used to do two conferences a year. And I think you're, you're getting back on that cadence in 2023. So we yes. did one in the spring and one in the fall. During the pandemic, they did some virtual conferences and they were able to run one conference, which was kind of a hybrid. So they had some a small number of live attendees and a larger group of uh, virtual um, but but you you did a conference um, last year last fall in Louisville, and and now you're headed to New Orleans in early May, right? So hot uh, hot uh, hot location for a hot conference. So let's uh, let's talk about what's uh, what's up in New Orleans a little bit, and talk, let's start with when is that event, and and what can people expect to hear learn about there? The conference in New Orleans is May seventh through the ninth, that's a Sunday through a Tuesday. And what people can expect is super timely, super relevant discussions. So um, it goes from things, you know, labor updates, which, you know, the NLRB has been very busy. So, you know, what are the updates? What are the key action items for our organization? What can we be doing? Um, there are practitioners as well as consultants and lawyers speaking. So um, how have people been 
applying the information. One practitioner member group is going to be speaking about preparing your front, um, your frontline leaders as, you know, first responders to some of these concerns. How have they done it? What successes have they seen? So it's a combination of expertise from lawyers and consultants and from practitioners in all of how to approach these issues. On one of the um, topics is how to communicate, how to get the most out of your website, internal website. How is a practitioner using internal communications to ensure that they are in the best place? Um, and she's doing that in partnership with a consultant who, you know, does um, reputation building and overall communications plans. So it's really a broad spectrum of topics given from each perspective. There is even a former union organizer. So talk about every perspective being um, represented. She represents something totally different. And in addition to that, so on top of the learning, there is also, you know, receptions where you can meet people who are talking about the same thing you're talking about. There's a Monday night event celebrating New Louisville and the history of the cocktail. So, I mean, it's a broad way of being able to connect to people who have the same concerns as you or have lived through the same concerns or you providing your expertise to someone who is approaching something that you are concerned with. I also think it's an, a possibility to be proactive because unless you're communicating about what's happening with other people, you can't possibly know what might be next and take proactive steps. Um, one of the talks that actually you, Michael Vandervoort, are helping with <laughs> is about using data. So like, how do you collect the data in order to put the right steps in place? So really, it's a broad spectrum of ideas and um, for a broad spectrum of challenges, but all focused on positive employee relations and labor relations. Yeah, the uh, so you you didn't mention the Monday keynote, which I'm really excited about because uh, I've never had a chance to hear him speak. Which is John Rang, who's uh, the former um, former board chair um, under under the Trump administration and stepped down, I guess, about a year and a half ago, and will be giving us his his insights on on how the current board is doing business and sort of the things they're doing right and wrong. So that should be that should be fun. And I guess I will self-promote for a minute. I'm going to be speaking uh, in conjunction with a consultant. She's going to talk about data analytics and how to how to identify uh, employee engagement issues. And I'm going to be speaking along with a colleague um, about how how to take you know like some formally structured actions that help you respond to those types of hotspots so that if engagement is slipping how do you get to the root cause and take steps to correct that early on so that it doesn't grow into a much larger issue or source of uh, source of concern within the organization so it's very hands-on uh, kind of left of boom to to steal a quote from my boss uh, left of boom work if you if you work in labor relations you'll know that term we want to stay far ahead of the curve of getting into trouble um, and, and do the, everything we can to get things right as early as possible. Um, so you're going to, you're going to, um, the, the, the event you says May 7th to the 9th. So typically someone would arrive on, on a Sunday afternoon, like two, two 30, right. Right. And there's some programming on Sunday that, so the conference actually starts on Sunday afternoon. There's right. no formal uh, sessions, but there are a lot of networking and learning events. Uh, there's an Ask the Experts panel. There are some industry discussion groups which focus around um, retail 
manufacturing and, and logistics and transportation. So if you're in any of those fields, it's a chance to sit down with your peers and just do a, a, like a networking roundtable and talking about issues. Um, and then there's a reception that evening. I will tell you the other thing about Q, unlike many of these other events, is we furnish, uh, I say we, although I'm not with the organization anymore, Q, for, Q provides a first class experience when it comes to networking and dining. You get all your meals, you get all your, um, well, not all your meals, dinners are are not always, but you get hors d'oeuvres and drinks and you get a full breakfast and a full lunch as part of your conference package, which is uh very affordable uh, considering the kind of uh, kind of meals that you don't get at many other events without trying to bash them. Like Sherm doesn't provide the, the level of food that you get with Q. So it's a great bargain if you're trying to sell it. Um, well, and but- one of the benefits of eating breakfast every day and every lunch every day with everyone is that then you get to chatter, you know, I mean, Even more networking I, time. right? Yep. Like that's all time where you're spending. And what I really appreciate is when I sit down at a table and the two people across the table are having a conversation about something I haven't even thought of, you know, and then you're like, mm. you know, just that sort of casual networking sometimes is the most critical part of the experience. Well, and Q is also very intentional about building that networking um, into the event because it really is probably the major differentiator over all these other conferences for the labor relations and employee relations practitioner, getting to know those folks on a personal level and, and building that network outside of the events is unparalleled opportunity for, for you to, if you attend one of these things. And, and we'll even, you and I will be doing a first time attenders event to help people who, who are coming for the first time to figure out how to jumpstart that experience, right? To meet each other. And then how do they go from there and meet other folks so that they can build that network and take it home, which most conferences don't offer that type of help. So you have to kind of do it on your own. We don't prov- we do not do it for you, but we certainly do everything we can to get you started off on the right foot at Q. And I think that people who maybe are less extroverted than some of us will find that helpful. Um, so, well, and Q uh, is intentionally limiting the number of people who can attend the conference to pre- to preserve that exact experience where you right. can find, you can chew, you know, you can connect. So, so you're you you have a good uh, you have a good registration, and there is a limited number of tickets left. Um, there, I mean, yes. there's there's still room. The room block is a little tight. Um, or gone. But- but yes, or gone. But there are plenty of hotels in and around the uh, the conference Absolutely. hotel um, that you could stay at. So if you're interested in Q, if you if I'm a listener and interested in maybe checking out Q, tell us where people can go to learn more about the conference and hopefully register. Well, first I would visit the website, which is qinc.com, C-U-E-I-N-C.com. Secondly, you can absolutely just reach directly out to me at director at qinc.com. And I would love to share information and I can send you the benefits of membership, the services we provide. Um, The beauty of the Q membership is once a member company joins, you can add almost your entire team, assuming you don't have a team of, you know, 10,000 to your Q membership. So it's not just for you. It is for you and your members. So they start getting the weekly newsletter. They get to attend the webinars. They can also come to the conference. So it's really for you and your team 
because it's going to take all of you to get this job done well. So Q includes the entire team and the membership as well. So to get in touch, you can either go to the website, cueinc.com, qinc.com, or email me, director at qinc.com. Awesome. Um, any final thought about Q or the conference you want to share? I know that wasn't on our pre-rehearsed list of questions. But did, <laughs> no, but... Mean, I I think there's never been a better time to be part of Q. Q provides a unique community that is supporting issues that you're seeing in the news every day. So for any employer, whether, you know, union-free or having a majority of union um, employees, there's something for everyone in this crowd. And it's how do we do it well? So um, we're excited to have you be as a, as a potential member, create the best employee environment that you can. So we're here to help. Awesome. And you've already mentioned a director at Q Inc. Um, so that, that's the contact. It's Elizabeth Houston, uh, H-U-S-T-O-N. And if you, uh, if you uh, want more information, you can reach out to her. Otherwise, Elizabeth, I appreciate you getting up right and early Monday morning and doing the podcast with us. I'm, I'll get it posted later and I will share it out amongst our network and see if some other folks will pass it around. And hopefully we'll get a few registrations for Q. And if not, uh, maybe sometime down the road, somebody will join as a member. Thanks to the information you shared today. Really appreciate talking to you this morning. Perfect. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.